forever. Dog. Evil was his birthright. This week on the podcast, Fear Street Saga's number one, A New Fear by R.L. Stein. Welcome to Teen Creeps, a podcast about YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are reading the first entry into the, um, according to the cover of this book, new series, <laughs> Fear Street Sagas. Yeah. Fear Street Sagas number one, A New Fear. Yeah. This um, is fucking crazy. It was, okay, it was so, like, I realized that this the sagas are where he's having fun. Uh, well, I don't think it's him. <laughs> okay, whoever wrote it is having a because blast. Because did you notice at the very beginning of the book a little oh, yes, dedication? Thank, thank you to... R.L. Stein wishes to thank Brandon Alexander for his contributions and efforts on this manuscript. This was fucking Brandon. 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 We see you. You wrote this one. You wrote this we one. We see you. First of all, iconic cover. Very good cover. Very good cover. The The woman that's like standing and is struck by lightning uh-huh. makes me laugh so hard because she's just kind of like, woo. <laughs> she's just so still. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she's like she being pulled like up a Barbie. A, yeah. Like her, like a, even her wrists are doing the yeah, little like Barbie turn. Yeah. And she looks like she's like being pulled up into like a UFO or something. It's mm-hmm. very silly looking. And it's unclear who any of these people are supposed to be. Yeah, it's like I guess I guess the guy is Nicholas. Sure. Who's the girl? Rosalind is the girl, and then Ruth is the lightning girl. Yeah. Or are Ruth and the lightning girl the same? Or I mean, are the no the main I girl think, and the lightning girl the same girl? I think they're dressed pretty similarly. They are dressed similarly. I think that. The girl in pink, she cannot be Ruth. No, she, no she has to be Rosalind. She yeah. has to be Rosalind. So the question is, who is Lightning? And I feel like, like I think you're right. She's either this. She's either also Rosalind, or she's Ruth. I don't think that we see. What was the other girl? Not Beverly. Betsy. Betsy, Betsy is not on the cover. Unfortunately, I do not think Betsy is represented on this cover. No, I liked Betsy. <laughs> Betsy until because like you know sometimes you miss words until um Nicholas was like oh is Jason jealous because Betsy's paying attention to me I was like uh I thought Betsy was eight <laughs> Betsy's not eight <laughs> I thought Betsy was eight this whole time because she's like a fucking chatterbox she's like obsessed with this new boarder in her mom's house and he thinks he's really cute and she's like bringing him lunch and she's wearing like these doll dresses and i was like yeah she's a child and then it was and then it got to that and i was like wait what and so i went back and no it says teenager Mm -hmm. but she acts like a fucking child she does she's she's like i'm a little baby girl I know, and she, I think, you know, right. I draw hearts on your lunch. Oh, okay, me, me, the, the drawing me. the hearts. First of all, okay, I don't want to seem like I don't understand history, but I just felt like <laughs> it was like physically impossible for her to draw a heart on his lunch. 
in the 1800s I, or whatever, 1900s. Just I like, don't know why. what is she wrapping it in and what pen yeah. is she using? Because yeah, like at the beginning of the book, it's 1900 when Nora is like being questioned by the police. Right. And oh my he's God, writing all about with the a Nora fucking part. quill. Right. Right. And then and Nora, yeah, and then it's like 19, 1900. It's 1919 by the time yeah. Betsy is around. Right. Betsy's in 1919. And Betsy, I mean, I and, and that was the thing. I was like, she doesn't have a marker. How does she have this red ink? Like, I was like very confused about how. No, this is a valid question that I hadn't okay, even you. thought of. Because how? She it's can't how. draw hearts. She can't draw red hearts on a lunch in yeah. 1919. Unless she's like wrapping it like very fastidiously with paper and then writing on the paper. Well, I can see her wrapping it in paper, but like where like where is the red ink coming from, Betsy? Exactly. And I know that red ink I'm gonna Google existed. Did red pens exist? (laughs) Yes, they had red ink. They had all colors of ink, but I think the question is your regular person have them. Exactly. Would she have had it? some regular girl that's working at like a at like a boarding house is it classist for us to say that someone at a boarding house shouldn't have red ink (laughs) is that like bad poor people shouldn't have red because they don't know what to do with it right because like what would they do with it whereas like a rich person could make that into like a rainbow of colors um betsy okay so i read betsy as like do you remember the best friend in Princess and the Frog? Yes, yes. Like she her. Is like that. She was yeah, with like blonde hair, like just very like bubbly and like skies and like dresses and blah blah blah. So I did think that she was written pretty immaturely, but I saw the teenager part, so like I knew for the whole time that she was a teenager, she was acting like a child. It is true. She she acts like a weird, yeah, boy crazy child. But I was really sad when she died. Because I, I liked her. The way that she died is horrible. Was disturbing. <laughs> like, there were disturbing. so many deaths in this yeah. book, and they were all Lots. really gruesome. And this yeah. is not a super chiller. This is just a. I guess the Fear Street saga is like pff, training wheels off, kids. Yeah. People are they're getting like, stabbed your throat with hot pokers. People oh, yeah. are their their flesh is burning off their body. Rats are eating them alive. Oh yeah, a rat is going to jump down somebody's throat and eat them from the inside. Like this shit. So okay, first I I Brandon out loud. did not come to play. No, Brandon was here to fuck you up. I <laughs> laughed out loud at the beginning. So Nora, who had survived the end of the of the first three sagas. Nora Good um, is pregnant with Nicholas mm-hmm. and she is telling the cops what happened at the fear manor. And this is the weird part that I kind of like didn't get. Like they were so antagonistic towards her, but she's a good and everybody hates the fears. And she's like saying crazy shit happened at the fear house. I just feel like normally everyone would be like, yeah, it's true because the fears are evil and like. But whatever. They yeah, are, I don't know why they they're against her. Maybe because she's and like, they're like a class we've trainer. Never, we've literally never heard of such a thing as an elopement. Okay, I also. When did you get married? The He's elopement like, thing so like made me laugh. The, also, there were a couple other things that made me laugh really hard. Okay, so like the amount of 
<laughs> okay, I'm just going to read this conversation because it was, it's, it's funny. Okay. So she's like, that night was Daniel's grandfather's 75th birthday. Someone brought in a cake with all of the candles lit. Then Daniel announced our marriage. His grandfather screamed and rose from his wheelchair. Impossible! The man barked. <laughs> Simon Fear was a weak old man. He could not rise from his wheelchair, which first of all, ableist. Just because someone's using a wheelchair doesn't mean that they need to use it all the time. You don't need a clock when someone's using their wheelchair. Second of all. <laughs> so then she's like, huh. Um, but he did. And then he fell and crashed on the table and the flames from the candles started the fire. And then his response is, you expect me to believe that the tiny candles on a birthday cake burned an enormous mansion to the ground? Like, I just don't get why he doesn't believe that. And then again, it's 1900. Did these people go to Ralph's to buy tiny little birthday candles in a little pack? No. Exactly. Tiny so, candles didn't exist, probably. Did they have them? I mean, the fears were very wealthy. I'm just going to make sweeping statements right. about what did and did not exist in time periods Okay, with yeah. no expertise. I'm going to jump on board with, with what you're doing, and I'm mm-hmm. going to do it as well. And cool. I'm going to say, everybody was fucking using candles all the time. Do you know how many houses burned down from candles, probably? Like, every other one. So the fact that this guy doesn't believe that candles burn down a house... I feel like candles were burning down houses all the time. He should have been like, yeah, okay. That's like, that how, happened to the Johnsons last week. How else do houses burn? Exactly. If not, but people, for a If tiny people candle. fall asleep with a cigarette in their mouth, their exactly. house can burn down. This guy exactly. just wants to sell a baby. Yeah, he really wants. I think he, he feasted his eyes on her pregnant belly and started salivating at all the stuff that he could buy with that baby. Mm-hmm. He was like, horse, buggy, yeah. spat. Ascot pocket uh, cane, watch. Yeah, cane with like a little like skull on the top mm-hmm. of it. Waistcoat, breeches, other 1900s, other 1900s things. things. You know what? Maybe like 100 tiny candles since apparently all the rich people have tiny candles. 100 tiny candles, a quill and uh, red ink, red, red ink, ink. <laughs> red ink to give to his daughter, Betsy. <laughs> okay, and then. He's like, so, so then he, he like, he like gaslights her into thinking that a a candle can't burn down a a house. (laughs) And then he's like, so you didn't try to put out the fire. And it's like, so which is it? Yeah. That it couldn't happen or that she didn't put it out. Exactly. And then she's just saying like, your story is full of lies. Right. And like, okay, to her detriment, like she should maybe not have been so honest about everything that happened she really did not need to say that there were faces screaming in the fire exactly the faces screaming that i was like he already doesn't believe that a candle can burn down a house it's just if you like, add to it that there's faces in the fire like unnecessary don't do that your life as a good fear is going to be hard enough i know why I know. overburden yourself um so then i laughed out loud when at the end of that chapter he's like I gave you four opportunities to tell the truth and you didn't take them. So you're going to an insane asylum. I laughed so hard. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously. Obviously, I gave you four opportunities to let me gaslight you about reality. You didn't take a single one of them. You're going to an insane asylum. (laughs) You have to go to an insane asylum, which it's a 1900s insane asylum. So it's good. 
Not good. Very bad. Very bad. There's like doo-doo everywhere. It's like. People are scratching their faces off. Yeah. People are being bathed in the same tub one after another without yes. changing the water as as I understood it. Yes. And, okay, this, you know, the focus of a 1900s, and I'm saying insane asylum because that's like the words of the book. And I think like kind of, it's not like a restorative health center. You know what I'm saying? It's like a place where they're like, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to try and treat you like you are like, like, you know, there's like such a terrible stigma against these people. And they're like, you're a stain on society. Go like be stuck in this terrible, terrible shithole. And uh, hopefully we'll just forget you ever existed. And if you have any babies, we're going to sell them. Mm-hmm. Which is his goal. Now, OK, what did you <laughs> find the most unbelievable about Nora's escape attempt plan? I'm going to have to say the fact that she was using her hair as thread in a rope. Yep. <laughs> I did Google to see if you could make a rope out of hair. Sure. Sure. I sure. And her hair I is down to her, her knees. hair is down to her knees. Exactly. <laughs> but so I looked it up and on its own, here's where I will, for no good reason, give the book the benefit of the doubt is that she sure. was mixing her hair in with right. other threads and things. Right. But on its own, like you could theoretically, look, hair is so slippery. Let's say yes. you're able to keep yeah. the strands together. Right. That rope still is not going to be strong enough to get you out a window holding a baby. And that's the other thing. Like I could see like if you had like Rapunzel, right? Like that length, all one piece. And you braided well, it together and it was a full head of hair's worth, but it's not. It's like It's also, pieces. it's one thing if it's attached to a head. Yes. But yes. if you, and, and it's one thing if, if you're just lowering it in its own braid yes. attached to a head. Yes. Whereas. Because each one of those strands is attached to a head. out and yeah. then braided it. And then no. tied it to what? How? How would you do that? Yeah. How are you securing it? It just is, it's not a great plan. And apparently she's like pulling out her hair so hard and in so many chunks that blood is dripping yeah. down her yeah. cheeks. And I'm just like, there are, that didn't have to happen. Yeah. Also, it really didn't have to happen because like the, the guard comes in and is like, uh, you're making a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Cut all her hair off. Cut all her hair off. And she's like, huh? And then... What? How does she manage to get out? She just like stows. She she like. How does she get out of the prison? Um, by the most insane means possible, Kelly. Which is that her amulet starts a fire, <laughs> and then her right. dead husband's right. ghost emerges from the fire and burns everyone in the room alive, and then she yeah. just runs out. <laughs> she <laughs> That's runs how out. She gets out. That's right. And then she stows so away like, on a pirate ship. So like she spent all that time right. on a on a hair rope. Honestly, if all I were her, she I had to do pissed. was summon her yeah. dead husband's ghost. I would be so fucking pissed. Like <laughs> if I were her and he shows up I, and I'm standing there with like chunks of my hair fucking ripped out <laughs> and the rest of it shorn off by a mean like bailiff. <laughs> and he's like, here I am. I would have been like too little too late. You sack like, of shit. Like look um, at what happened Where were to me. you? 10 minutes ago. Seriously, 10 minutes ago. I had the hair in my head 10 minutes ago. And now 
And now you're here. And Uh, now when I am this, I am going to read a little bit of Daniel's emergence. (laughs) It's very intense. Because it is wild. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So at this point on page 24, I thought that she was literally turning into a beast for a second. Okay. I did not get what the fuck was happening. Right. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Good. Me too. So <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> so Nora tried. She's like, I've been making a rope out of my hair. Yes. Yes. And, oh, my God. And they're like, well, not anymore. You're not. We're going to cut off all your hair. And she's like, okay, let me level with you. <clears throat> I did not see any faces screaming in that fire. Oh, right. You are correct. I see now. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. I will still be selling your baby, however, because you're lying. <laughs> I know. So that's when she flips out. She she puts Nicholas back in his cradle, says, I can defend you better if you are not in my arms. And then she turned and glared at two men approaching, approaching her like the mad woman they claimed she was. She released a wild yell that rose from deep within her soul. She bared her teeth. Her nostrils flared and her green eyes narrowed. Her fingers curled into claws as she lunged at the huge men. She slashed her fingernails across the neck of the closest man. She felt his skin gather beneath her nails. He yelled as blood flowed down his chest in rivulets. Nora reached for the man's eyes, and I was like, oh, dang, Nora is a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) But then I went, oh, no, she just, like, curled her fingers. The fact that it said her fingers curled into claws... Yeah, and that she bared seems... her teeth. I was like, "Oh, dang, Nora's a beast." Yeah, it could have been like, oh, maybe. No. Yeah, boring. And then yeah. the least boring thing happens. Yeah. You know what? It tricked you. Later. It tricked you. It did trick me. So, so the doctor reaches for the baby. Nora, for some reason, has been allowed to keep wearing this fear amulet. That's insane that she's allowed to keep this amulet. <laughs> so she feels it grow hot against her skin, and then. The fire crackled and blazed. The flames grew higher and higher. They reached past the hearth. They climbed the wall. The flames lapped greedily at the ceiling. They grew brighter until all Nora could see was a wall of fire. A man emerged from the writhing flames. Daniel, Nora gasped. Her husband had come back from the grave. And I was like, is this is this real? Is this happening? <laughs> Daniel stared at her, his face serious, his eyes accusing. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, la, la, la. Come and join me, doctor, Daniel rasped. He reached past Nora and drew the doctor into the raging inferno. Screaming, the doctor fell to his knees. His eyes bulged, bulged out farther and farther. Then with a moist pop, his (laughs) eyes flew from their sockets and rolled across the floor. They hissed as flames devoured them. Nora turned her face away from the horrifying sight. Stunned, the attendants released Nora. Blah, blah, blah. Doctor's agonized shrieks. The doctor's skin formed bubbles that burst open to reveal the bone beneath. Bubble, burst, bone, over and over. And then (laughs) his skin boiled away. And then Daniel reaches for the attendants. He does the same to the attendants, apparently. And then he reaches for Nora and she's like, ah! I know. She's and like, then, I'm your wife. And then he says, mother run. Your son. Yeah. And then she runs. Okay, first so off, that, that room probably so smells terrible. So hot that his eyes popped yeah. out. <laughs> there's, there's like literally something. I was okay. 
shocked when this was not a fake out. Shock. There are no fake outs. Oh, it was completely real. But there aren't any fake outs in the Fear Street sagas. Like, do you remember how fucked the Fear Street sagas were? The the original trilogy? Remember it was like people were like dead and then put up as as scarecrows and like there's yes, a lot the of sagas remember? are crazy. I do think I feel that like there were some fake outs though. Maybe, but, but Benjamin I, I doesn't don't do actually that. remember. I just am assuming. Also, okay. Yeah, Brandon does not fuck around. Oh, Brandon, I'm so sorry. Brandon doesn't do that. Um, I also noticed that like in the saga books, I just feel like there's a lot of like people, their eyes like popping out or like their heads exploding just from like stress. <laughs> like like <laughs> fire and stress. Like, like fire I and stress makes your eyes pop out. Day. Oh no, my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and there's a lot of moist pops. I just Waste remember pop. that phrasing. Um, I laughed really hard at that part. And then the other part that I laughed really hard at was, so she <laughs> she goes and stows away on like a pirate ship. And she's discovered. Well, first, there's like a rat. There's like rats that are like trying to eat her and her baby. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then this guy finds her. And then like, the amulet like commands the rats to, to eat the man mm-hmm. and they like dive down his throat and shit and like eat him Sorry, from the Frank. inside out. <laughs> Sorry. So then the crew finds out and they're like, she did it. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, you have magical powers and it's bad luck to have a woman on the boat. So like, let's put you in the captain's or near the captain's quarters until we figure out like what we need to do with you. But we kind of want to throw you overboard. and. Because there's a storm, and obviously, if there's a woman on board, that's bad luck. And the storm is, like, building, building, building. And they're like, it's you that's doing this. And then I like when she's like, it is me. I'm a bitch, and I'm going to ruin your boat. And she, she, like, tries to get them to be afraid of her, so that way they leave her alone and leave her and the baby alone. But then, like, the boat just gets, like, smashed by waves. And then she, like, puts the baby in a chest and is like hope this works <laughs> <laughs> i was like what are yeah. you yeah. doing and i get that like there is a possibility that it would float but like to me the possibility that it would instantly sink to the bottom and forever drown your child is higher yes well, like what what do you have to go on that makes yeah. you think this trunk is watertight yeah exactly Nothing. Like it'd be one That's thing why. if she like found an aquarium or something on the, on the boat <laughs> and was like, okay, pours it out and then puts the baby <laughs> and in. And then it. puts the baby in it. Because if it's waterproof one way, it's waterproof the other. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't but go out, doesn't go in. Doesn't go out, doesn't go in. First, first, first in, last out. First rule of aquariums doesn't go yeah. out, doesn't go in. Doesn't first go rule in. Out. Now, the chest is waterproof, thankfully, and floats. And they like get washed up on the shore and she's like, I have a new name for us, Nicholas. You will be Nicholas Storm. And then the next chapter, 19 or uh, 18 years later, he's a fish boy. Fishmonger. Yeah, he hates being a fishmonger. He hates it. He hates the fish. He hates the smell. He hates everything about it. So (laughs) he's like, He's like, I just know there's more for me in life. He like I sings just, the bell song. I was laughing so he sings the bell song. 
<laughs> just about the fish. <laughs> Little boat. <laughs> Quiet fishing boat. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing at how much Nora went through to get away from Shadyside and how quickly he just goes right back to it. Yeah, instantly. And I was like, Nora, you needed to start talking about the curse just like one minute sooner. I know. Than you did because it really threw him for a loop. Right, right. Right. Because she she basically tells him as she's like dying, right? Yeah. So he uh-huh. like, he gets home from fishing. He's like, oh, I hate the smell of fish. I hate fish. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I love Rosalind, my Spanish um, paramour um, and hate fish. And he gets right. home and, his, and Nora is like dying. And <laughs> yeah, she she's is. like, come closer. You must know your father. You look just like your father. Your father, he left you a legacy. And then she dies. And she was just trying to say, he left you a legacy of like evil. But she dies before <laughs> yeah. she can get any of that out. And he's like, oh gosh, gee, a legacy? Like a money? Yeah. Ugh. And he's like, yes. that means I have an inheritance of money. Because like, Rosalind's no, it's a curse. dad will let me marry her unless I have a lot of money. Oh, good. Rosalind- I'll go right back oh, my God. within. Five minutes of meeting me, I will go right back to Shady Side, which Nora just like killed twelve men in a very gruesome fashion to leave. Also, okay, that's the other thing is that like, so he's like, where? And she doesn't tell him. And then he he's like walking on the beach and he sees a ghost of himself who's like Shady Side, and he's like, yes, that is where I have to go. Shady Side. So he's like, never heard of it. Yeah, he's like, I gotta pack my bags and go. And he's like, Rosalind, stay here because you're a fish woman. And I have to go back to, and I'm gonna prove to your dad that I can have a lot of money, but you can't come with me for some reason. And then she's like, great. But by the way, she's a woman. And she's like, guess what? Before you go, I found this amulet. And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, threw it into the ocean. Nora threw it into the ocean to get rid of it forever, but it came back and she's like, look at this. I found it in the sand and this is for you. I think it'll like bring you good luck or whatever. And so he puts it on and he's like, "If it's hot. Because if like, I find something that says in Latin, <laughs> which I understand. Right. In Latin, power through evil. I yes. go, mm, lucky. Yeah, it's lucky and it's just like really protective. <laughs> and so I'm going to give it to you for your tr- homecoming trip. trap. <laughs> so he's like thank you I love you and I love it so he puts it on and he goes back to Shady Side, and he's like time for me to make my big bucks and everyone's like <laughs> uh, the manor's like fucked oh wait does he go to the manor first yes he goes to the manor before he meets because he, he finds out through the woman that like yes. lives in the rubble yes <laughs> so weird Oh, yeah. So he goes to the manor that's like burned down for 10 years, almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he knocks or he like comes through the door and some person's like, Daniel Fear has returned. "Ah, Stay (laughs) dead. No, wait, bring me with you. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, isn't that like the most depressing fucking shit in the world that you show up somewhere and the person that's there says A, that you look like a ghost of a dead person and B, for you to take them with you? Like, yeah, that's take like, me I'm like, to the land of the dead. I'm like, man, I can't help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like so mad at him. And I'd be like, look, if you want me to do you a favor, then maybe you shouldn't try to like stab me. Maybe you should like try to butter me up. Exactly. Use that knife not to stab, to butter. Yeah. Get get a little slab of butter. You catch more flies with butter than with stab. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. As and, the saying goes. And he says that to her and she says, yes, as the saying goes. And then she's like, well, he's like, I'm here to reclaim my fortune. And she's like, um, yeah, there's nothing like that you can do about that right now because like Mr. What was his name? Manning. Mr. Manning like <laughs> took all the property. <laughs> Mr. Manning like takes all the, took all the property. So like you have to talk to him about that. So he goes he and he stomps over there. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing when he's like, you have to give me what is due. And he's My like, inheritance. What? <laughs> and he's like, and he bursts out laughing. Mr. Manning bursts out laughing. And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh, but there's literally fucking nothing. <laughs> but like, you owe money. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> now that you're here, you can actually pay up on the, there on are the debt. Back taxes. And he's like, Oh, I guess I thought I thought it was funny how quickly he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, No, 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 I shouldn't have laughed. No, please, excuse me. I, I like liked wow, their relationship. We were being so demanding a second ago. <laughs> I, I know, and I, li I, I did like the, I liked Mr. Manning a lot. Me too. Oh, but he was also not long for this world. But he was like, I will give you a job at my sawmill, and you're going to love it. And I was like, mm, I'm worried, because you come from a cursed family, and you're going to work at a sawmill. Like, that's just a recipe for disaster. Oof. If you're, and it is. If you're in the fear family, don't work around sharp objects. No, or fires. Um, and then so he, he like starts working there and at first he's getting along with everybody and then, oh, but prior to that he meets Betsy and he's going to board at Betsy's house. Oh yeah. Cause they tell him where Mr. Manning lives. Right. Betsy and the mother and her mother. And as we described earlier, Betsy's like blonde. She wears like princess dresses. She's like very immature and like very like open about her feelings and is like very bubbly. And she obviously has a huge crush on Nicholas. Mm -hmm. And oh, also weird misdirect when she was like, by the way, I'm a good on my mother's side. And he's like, oh, well, because when she finds out he's a fear and he's like, oh, I hope you don't hate me because of that, like of the feud, like I'm also actually half good too and she's and she's like oh i don't hate you but some people might and i was like okay but then okay. that didn't pan out and and also okay but like so you know you're like related now right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that something they didn't care about back then is it like if they're just like no, cousins or whatever you would just like fucking marry your cousin and shit and it would be like yeah. oh good we already know this person yeah we we know their family so <laughs> um yeah so okay but so they have that conversation later but so betsy brings him lunch and then like some of the guys start getting jealous because they like betsy 
Mm-hmm. But well, it doesn't. It turns out that's not what's going on because we've got what? another cousin. Oh, right, because he's a cousin of Betsy. So why does he, he? He gets upset in that moment because she says his name. Fear. Oh, and he doesn't like. And he fears. just didn't. That's know what she was talking he about. Was a fear until that. Oh, moment. so it wasn't even really that much of a misdirect. I thought she was talking about maybe her mom, but she was talking about her cousin, who doesn't like him because he's a fear. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the mom liked him just fine. Yeah, she likes him. Um, and yeah, but then he starts like. So so when he when he gets that job though from Mr. Manny, he comes out of the house to like go live his life and is run over by a bicycle <laughs> ridden by Ruth Manning. Uh, her cold, dead black eyes. Yeah, and her cold, dead black clammy eyes. Clammy fish skin. Yeah. I truly like, I thought something magic was going on with her. It's not. But the she's magic evil. of a psychopath. Yeah, of, of lies. Magic. <laughs> magic of lies. <laughs> Liar's magic. And she seems really meek, and she seems really embarrassed of her dad trying to set them up. Mm-hmm. She's also shy. But like, okay, when did you think that she was behind everything? Well, I did until it like faked me out with, He's like, I don't want to marry you. And she's like, good, I don't want to marry you either. And I was like, oh, turn, twist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in fact, it just, it was twisting me away to then twist right. me back. Right. So I, I didn't did too. really, I, I was thrown off by Ruth. I could not tell what Ruth's deal was. I thought Ruth was going to turn out to secretly be a good. Oh, so I thought Ruth was maybe behind everything until she was like, oh, I don't want to marry you either. And then I was like, oh, maybe not. But I was also twisted like you were twisted. I was twisted away from the truth by mm-hmm. Ruth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it tricked me. But here's how you know Ruth is a liar is her name rhymes with truth. <laughs> if your name rhymes with truth, then you are a liar. Mm-hmm. And if your name rhymes with liar, like Friar Tuck, that and means you, you tell, tell the truth. The truth. Mm-hmm. You just proved it. With an example. Thank you. Um, but so basically, Mr. Manning's like, look, you want money? I don't give a shit about this Rosalind person. I'm just saying, if you marry my daughter, you can have a lot of money and you can have a lot of power. So there's that. And he's like, mm, but your daughter has fish skin and you know, her eyes are dead. And I don't know if you know this, but I used to work with fish and I have a real aversion <laughs> to them now. And also, I do know that you know this, which is I only moved here to make my fortune to get married to somebody right. else. And I was like, you're not respecting that, Mr. Manning. No, he's not. But it's because he's a man with power. He doesn't understand. Uh, so then he starts working, la, la, la. And this was before. Yes. So he is working the mill. And he and this guy like trade spots at lunch as far as who's feeding the machine the planks and who is pushing the planks through. Mm-hmm. And the guy's fingers get cut off. Even though they both checked it. Right. And they checked to make sure there were no knots in the wood and everything, but it just happened. And then I was very confused later when Ruth is like, I arranged for Ike to get his fingers chopped off. And I was yes, like, 
But he was never supposed to be working that side of it. And they both yeah. checked it. So like, what is this nonsense you're talking, Ruth? I think, she, you know what I think happened? I think it was just a mistake and she's trying to take credit. You know, she's like, Seems like also this thing like, happened. So. Also, Ike's fingers. This is the level of control I have. <laughs> she's like, see, you can't run away from me because you can't Ike's even fingers. have friends because Ike's fingers. Oh, yeah. And Ike was his friend. And then so everyone thought he did it on purpose because he's a fear. And he's like, no, I like that guy. And then he comes home to the boarding house and Betsy, he's like, it smells like yeast and dead things in here. That's weird. This death was real sad. I was so sad because I really liked Betsy. And then he comes in. Okay. Do you want to describe what he finds? With his eyes. I, I described what he found with his with smell. my little eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could just go to that yeah. part because like, honestly, I don't even think I remember all of the insane details. All of the insane details in every death in this book yeah. is so, it's so much. These death scenes are so much. They are doing a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, and like also, I to me, there's a little bit of like, how did Ruth keep it in her? You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll we'll talk about it. I'll read. Yeah. I'll read the whole. So here's yeah, read what it, happened. and then I'll propose my questions. He sees Betsy crumpled on the kitchen floor. Her hands are tied behind her back. <clears throat> oh, her hands are tied. That's probably why. He dashes over to Betsy, unties her hands, tugging impatiently at the rope. Then he rolled her gently over onto her back. Nicholas's stomach twisted inside him as he stared down at her. Betsy's face, her pretty little freckled face, it was swollen, horribly swollen. Nicholas could hardly see her eyes. The skin around them had swollen so much they were almost completely covered. Can you hear me, Betsy? Nicholas called. He picked up her wrist, trying to find a pulse. Then he noticed something thick and white pushing its way out of her mouth. Nicholas dropped her wrist. He parted her lips and teeth. The gooey white substance billowed out of her mouth. Dough. Nicholas checked her nose. Thick white dough filled it, too. Someone had stuffed Betsy's nose and mouth with dough and left her by the stove with her hands tied behind her back. As the dough rose, she suffocated. And I was like, oh, shit. That's so scary. And so, oh, God, it's so gruesome. diabolical. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Sad it happened to Betsy, but, you know, had to happen. But that was done by Ruth because Ruth is trying to isolate him from everybody. Mm -hmm. And so then her he's plan like, all is a her plan to me. It like, I okay, mean, if you works. if you told me that plan, right? <laughs> if you were like, I'm going to get this guy to fall in love with me and marry me. She um, seems here's my plan. like really like indifferent to whether or not he actually loves her. She's like, right? I could take or leave that part. I just want you to marry me. Right. And on top of it, like, for me, I would be like, like, I would be like, yes, I could see how those things would cause him to marry you. But I also don't. It's not a guarantee at all. At all. It's not like, remotely. He's new. He can just leave. He's been here yeah, like he has no ties. three days. He doesn't need. He's not dependent on here. He doesn't have family. Oh, well, he does have family here. But he's. His family situation yeah. here is bad, which he is learning. Yeah. Why would he stay? Yeah, exactly. Why would he stay? Like, sure, it works out for you. But this I feel is like a it was coincidental. Plan. 
The fact that the plan worked is not to the plan's credit. No, it it worked despite the plan. Yes. So then he's like, I'm so depressed about Betsy. I'm going to go and have dinner at the Manning house. And Mr. Manning like looks sick. He's like very, very sick. Green. Yeah, green around the gills. And I was like very annoyed that they weren't connecting it to the sandwich that he just ate. Right? He ate a sandwich and then he felt sick. What aren't we understanding about cause and effect here, people? And she's like nonstop feeding him sandwiches. She's like, here's another one. Here's another one. And he's like, oh, she loves to just feed me sandwiches. And it's like, yeah, and you're getting really sick right after you eat the sandwiches. So maybe that's what's wrong with you and not like the flu. Right. Right. Uh, but he doesn't really put it together <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> he just dies. He dies of poison. <sighs> and then Ruth is like, it's my father's dying wish, wish that we get married. And he's like, um, no offense, but I really don't want to fucking do that. And she's, and she's like, like, yeah, no, me neither. She's like, that was like, uh, that was a joke. <laughs> joke. <laughs> was a joke, I can't believe you fell like, for it. It's so weird that you thought I was serious. That's like really embarrassing for you. For you. For you and not for me, but for you. Yeah. And he's like, great. Um, so that let's not get out. married. <laughs> and then ding dong, who fucking shows up? I, I just couldn't believe. I was like, Rosalind, you should have come with him from the beginning. No, no, no. That is not the order of events. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, what? What? Forces him to get married to her. Why does he choose um, to get married? Yeah, who is the last death? So her dad dies. Betsy has already died. Oh, Jason. Oh, Jason. That's right. So Jason so he comes goes, over. He, yes, Nicholas yes, yes. is convinced that Jason um, killed Betsy out of like jealousy because she liked Nicholas. Oh, right, and so he, he know stomps over yet, there right. and he's like, admit that you killed Betsy. And Jason's like, no, you admit you killed Betsy. And they're like having this standoff of like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you killed Betsy. Well, I'm going to kill you if you killed Betsy. And I was like, guys, maybe neither of you killed her then. Yep. And they're fighting. And Nicholas is like, why did you do it? And Jason's like, "Uh, I didn't because she was my cousin. Why would I kill my cousin? I hate you. I never did anything to you. I just want you to leave. All I did was throw that rock at your head (laughs) with the note attached that said you should leave. And Nicholas is like, Oh, she was your cousin? Well, guess what? I'm also a good. And Jason's like, you shut your fool mouth. No, you're not. And he's like, I swear to God I am. I'm the son of Daniel and Nora Good. And he's like, hmm, interesting. Well, like, you're in fucking trouble if I find out you killed Betsy. And Nicholas is like, well, I also, I repeat my earlier statement that you are in (laughs) trouble if you killed Betsy. And they're like, I guess we'll see who figures out the truth. And then Ruth runs into the room like a bat out of hell, grabs a hot fucking poker and stabs Jason in the throat with it repeatedly. And she's like, there, now you have to marry me. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even in that moment when she stabs him, because she stabs him so hard, it goes all the way through. This part, I was like, whoa. She stabs him so hard in the throat, it goes all the way through the back of his neck into the ground, and then she twists it back and forth. I was like, this shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, so there. And at first I was like, oh, she's trying to protect him because she didn't understand because yeah, they were fighting. Yeah, that's what I thought too. 
And then and then she's like, now you have to marry me. And I was like, wait. And then she's like, no one will believe you. And I was like, wait. And she's like, because I will say that you are a murderer. And I was like, wait. <laughs> and That's he's what like, happens. Wh- why would people believe that? And she's like, because everyone hates the fears. And I was like, right. I was like, oh, correct. <laughs> and she's like, I wanted to marry you the second I hit you with my bicycle. <laughs> And he was like, oh, I thought you were a disgusting It was fish, psychosis fish at first hit. <laughs> I thought you were just some fish bitch. <laughs> and she's like, no, we're married. And he's like, I'm A, crazy, B, evil. Oh, my God. C, mean. <laughs> Four, a bitch. Five, Four, bitch. smell like fish. <laughs> and then he's like. And and I love, too, that he's like, I will never. And then he's like, actually, I will. And then in his head, he's like, marry you and steal your money and murder you. And then he's like, marry Rosalind. <laughs> and then. And I was like, yeah, good. She's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, okay, let's get married. They get married. And he's like, perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm going to murder her soon. And then ding dong. <laughs> Rosalind's like, my love, <laughs> I'm here. I tracked and he's you down. Like, mm, wow, inconvenient. Yeah, he's like, whoa, if only weird timing. <laughs> he's like, news that could have been useful yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then, when then what happens? I don't know. I got distracted by trying to remember what that's from. Oh, uh, I think that's Wedding Singer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so um, so he's like, okay, uh, scoot, 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 get yourself to a hotel. And then Ruth is like, um, who is this, my love? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is Rosalind, my friend. And Rosalind's like, what? And She's then like, your she fucking friend? See, and then Ruth's like, uh, hello, I am Mrs. Nicholas Fier. Welcome to our home. Mm. And, and then <laughs> Rosalind's eyes land on the amulet that Ruth is now wearing <laughs> in lieu of a wedding ring. Oh, that's right. That's right. She asked for it because she also knows Latin and knows what it means. Oh, she knew about the amulet from the get go. Yes. And she was like, if I can get like, she's like, I don't have any power like you do, but like, I will teach you and then we can use your power together. Well, this is what she says after. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Um, So Rosalie comes in and (laughs) Ruth is like, great, let's all have a toast. And Nicholas is like, fuck. I put that rat poison in Ruth's champagne glass. Uh, All right, I'll just run and grab another real quick. And I was like, no, Nicholas, you knock over the other two and then you go get three new glasses. You fucking. You got to start it over. Fucking noob. And And the fact that he leaves them in that. He leaves them. With the one poison. Come on. With the new glass for him. And yeah, and they've already and they're about to take a drink. And he's like, no, no, no. But they both gulp them down. Sure enough, Rosalind grabbed the glass with the rat poison in it and fucking dies on the spot. <laughs> and he's like, no. And then that's when Ruth says the thing about like, I realized the amulet. Like I couldn't fully control that's it, but right. we can control it together because the evil and power. Also, like, I love how she is so unperturbed that he obviously tried to kill her. She, like, just doesn't care. She's like, um, I knew that you wanted me to perish, and I don't care because you're my husband. She's like, because and- actually that's better because it means that you are willing to get your hands dirty. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then, so then, wait, so then what happens? He, um, I have no idea how so this book ends. So, it's so, the way it ends is so, like, I'm tired of writing. It, she says all that and he's like, 
I would never. Mm, on the other hand, I have nothing now, so I guess I may as well be super evil. Let's oh, start that's building right. Fear Street again and build a oh, bunch of new right. houses and be the fucking most evil couple in town. The end. That's right. That's right. Because he's like, he's like, well, he's like, I would never be evil like you unless I can be powerful and evil, which you can help me do. So I guess I'll stay married to you and our marriage will be fueled by spite. Mm-hmm. And we will rebuild the fear legacy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the end. The end. This book the was great. End. It, <laughs> it was crazy. It was such a fast read. Oh my god. It, it was, was done in like so 30 minutes. It was so fucking fast. funny. It's the so funny. The death scenes are insane. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 on the death scenes. Yeah. And yeah, it's must read. It's wild. It's on open library. For sure read it. It's so it's so fun. It was good. It, I mean, it's like, you know, not not like good, good. But it was good. I mean, look. It's not <laughs> going to like you know change your mean. life, but it's like you know, it was a great way to spend like an hour, you know? Mm-hmm. I sup- as far as these books go, this is a must read for all of the crazy death scenes. Yes. I would say the the rising doe in like the sinus cavity was like next level for me. Like that is a really creative death that I cannot super remember creative death. having seen. Since or before. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. Also, I would think actually that just the warmth of the body would get the dough to rise if I'm having the oven on is a little bit of overkill. But I liked that it was like really hot in the kitchen when he got in there. Yeah, I think it makes for yeah some fun. Yeah, some fun it, was, it was really cool. I mean, there are some like really iconic deaths in like the Fear Street like sagas and um like heads exploding is always great mm-hmm. or like eyes popping fully out of a person's head from just heat and stress like i love that <laughs> from heat and stress like that's great like I- i'm trying to think of other ones that we've really liked like there are also just like iconic moments right like the moose head mm-hmm. as torture was really good mm-hmm. or like oh what was this one from it was from the summer camp one where the girl's necklace gets stuck on a pottery wheel and that her face yeah. gets potteried off. That was uh, it was su- su- uh, <sighs> summer of fear camp camp fear. Endless mm. summer. No. Um. Definitely not party summer. No, no, no. <laughs> um. We used to know this. We just read it. I thought it was Camp Fear. We did not just read it. This was like two years ago. We are still in the Forever Dog Studio. Time doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean a thing. It's to like me. The, the the picture of on the front is like a girl running towards camera. I think she's wearing like a red sweatshirt and like shorts, and she's blonde. I think it might be Camp Fear. No, Camp Fear is uh, a Carol Ellis book. Uh um, I'm just going to do Camp R.L. Stein. See what comes up. Not Ghost Camp. I don't think Lights Out. Oh, Lights Out. Yeah. Really good cover on that one, too. Mm-hmm. Really, really good cover. Um, But yeah, I mean, this one had so many iconic deaths and like 
just, I, love, I mean, almost to death a chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the ones that are in like olden times. Like, I just I, yeah, like something set in a different time period is fun. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, so yeah, that's the book. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was a wacky one. Yeah. Yeah, really fun. Uh, so thanks. I keep wanting to say Benjamin. I don't think it's Benjamin though. Brandon. Brandon? Thank, Thank you, Brandon. Brandon, for the yummy deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a scrumptious. <laughs> get it. Um, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you. Yes. Um, special shout out to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to be one, go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. And to our Patreon producers, thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Amanda Nangle. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Ebony Collins. Emma. Emma Murray. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Grace Armstrong. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jeremy Cronk. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Saoirse Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Kate Kobala. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Chris Dorina. Landry Desmond. Laura Hooper. Luke Bartek. Mandalay Wolschlager. Marco Pavlicich. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Yunus. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rashad Black. Randy Klett. Rebecca Goss. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. Apple Podcasts has resolved the issue. Burr, burr, burr. We are once again showing up in their in their um, app. Good. And our episodes are supposedly downloading now. Good, good, good. Thanks everybody who uses that app for bearing bearing with us and for using other platforms in the meantime. And if you didn't know that was happening, and all of a sudden we're just appearing in your feed again, that's why. Yeah. Anyway. What a whirlwind of a book. Yeah, for sure. And what are we reading next week? We don't have anything booked yet. Oh, exciting. <laughs> so it's so a surprise we'll to all of us. Surprise to all of us. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Please go get vaccinated and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.